0: I noticed that by your pool, there's a whole thing that says like, uh, don't get in the pool if you've had diarrhea in the past 14 days.
1: That, that pool's been shut down. That hot tub has been shut down a couple times due to... Because of diarrhea? I don't know about diarrhea, but here, use this coaster, please. Oh, thank you. Sorry. I mean, it's a secondhand table, but doesn't mean we should shit all over it.
0: I, I wasn't aware that my white claw was shitting on your table. I'm so Sorry.
1: That's not not about you.
0: (laughs) For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or on the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. It is a new day, a A new new Friday, and we are ready Ready for a new new universe. universe. We got through the infinity saga, and now we're embarking on something new and something holiday oriented. I'm here as always with the missile to my toe, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Andrew, <laughs> I'm doing good. I didn't have any champagne to pop, but I did want to open that beer, that root beer. Well done. Uh, it, for two reasons. One, it goes very well with the film. Mm-hmm. And people are thinking, it's a holiday movie. It's a holiday movie. That's what, not the song, by the way. What are they talking about? Uh, what do you mean it's not the song?
0: When you're like, the holiday season. The holiday
1: season. That That's is the not, no,
0: you sent me the song. You sent me happy holidays. Yeah, but in the middle
1: of the song, they go, it's the holiday season. The holiday season. Da, 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 da. Anyway, all you Andy Williams fans <laughs> out there, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, the other reason I wanted to pop that beer in celebration is that this is the first episode of Icon or Ycon where Andrew and I are not the obligatory court-ordered miles apart. It, it, honestly, and I don't really
0: know what to do with myself because so much of the charm of this is that there's always been this bizarre distance in a global pandemic. Yep. The global pandemic is still there, but the bizarre distance is gone, and I'm all off kilter.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm less than an Andrew away yeah. from Andrew. It's so strange. Right? I mean, about, what are you, five feet?
0: I'm... <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> marginally taller than five feet marginally taller than yeah taller. yes 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 uh anyway andrew would you like to so okay so we finished the infinity saga we did um the date today is december 17th yes uh next week is december 24th which is christmas eve yeah right so we were like what do we do we know what's after this yeah we know what's coming after the holiday, the holiday season. Oh my god, <laughs> we know that, but we were like, we need like a Christmas universe, and I, I, I we we found a two movie, yeah, Christmas saga, yeah. Uh, can you guess what it is? Well, I mean, I watched the movie with we you did. yesterday. We so. watched the movie. We watched the movie together, together. which has never happened. It's never happened. Um, yeah. So this week's movie, I'll tell them. Yeah, yeah, you should. Is bad Santa.
0: Amazing, Bad Santa, this bizarre Billy Bob Thornton vehicle, vehicle from two thousand three. When the name on everybody's lips was Billy Bob Thornton, truly, just like Kendra and Eb said. Truly,
1: the name on everybody's lips is Billy
0: Bob eat. Thornton. Yeah, that's better. That's
1: yeah, <laughs> that's better. Yep, two thousand three. Uh, We're coming off, okay, so like Billy Bob made his Billy Bafo hit, Sling Blade. Yes. In 1996. Yeah. Right, so we're seven years later. We've already
0: gone through the whole Angelina Jolie relationship. Oh my God,
1: right, yep. Uh Yeah, like he's Uh, become
0: so famous at this point.
1: Yeah, And, and you know what, Andrew, fucking rightfully so. The guy's got talent. He's very, very, very talented. He's very talented. He's very versatile. He's great at playing Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. But like he's also super at doing other things. Yeah. Right? Like Sling Blade. That is.
0: Yeah. That's a wild character.
1: That's a wild character. And Andrew, that's
0: that's fucking iconic. That is iconic. Right? Sling Blade. Yeah. is great. Monster's Ball. Monster's Ball. The, the film that gave Halle Berry her Academy Award. That's right.
1: Yep. That's right. She killed a dude. She sure did. There was a trident and a man on fire, halberd, <laughs> kill a guy. Oh my god! Um, but no. So we're we're in two thousand three. Billy Bob gets this movie. The Coen Brothers are ghostwriters on it. Clearly, they had it's. They've got their it, their fingerprints are all over this. And
0: you think? I mean, they're they're executive producer credit. Yeah,
1: but but they, I think
0: they pitched a lot of ideas.
1: No, they wrote half of it. Yeah. Every every awful, dirty, offensive. inappropriate joke it's theirs and they're and they're you can picture them like sitting in the corner with their little notepad being like "Eh." yeah because you're okay so uh, so billy bob he's amazing right i think that we have to address the pink elephant in the room (laughs) what's that that you can't watch this movie in 2021 knowing what you know. It is wildly offensive, the things that they do and say. It's wildly offensive, the things that they do and say. It's a black comedy. It's a dark comedy. I I challenge challenge you, you, Andrew, tonight to remember remember one of our very first first episodes when I told you that Kevin Smith turned the mirror Mm. on the audience. Yes.
0: Yes. yes, yes. It's yes. Exactly.
1: That that's exactly what this thing does. Yeah. Okay. So let's go right off the bat. He's, 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 he's writing a letter Yeah. or he's reading a letter. We hear a voiceover, right. And, and we come to find out later at the end of the film that it's actually to the kid. Yeah. Okay. But we meet this awful, awful, awful human being, Willie, we can tell right from the jump because he's Santa Claus in a bar smoking a cigarette. So right away we know, We're not supposed to like it.
0: Yeah, also, he didn't even bother to put on the fat suit. He does not give a shit about this job.
1: No, he's had bad examples in his life. Yeah. I was talking about it. His dad was a piece of shit. Yeah. Treated him like a piece of shit, but taught him how to crack a safe. Yeah. Right? So we're like, okay, this guy's clearly, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Yeah.
0: And and they just, they really give us all of the things we need to know right off the bat. He's a criminal. He, uh... Walks out of this department store and gets led
1: back in by his elf accomplice, yep, played and- by the great Tony Cox, so talented. Uh, and-, and he, you know, Tony Cox is in Spaceballs, and his IMDb page for that character is Dink Dink. Are you serious? Dink Dink. That's hilarious. That's who he plays in the movie?
0: Dink 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 yeah. Dink Dink. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, uh, they have this whole thing that they do, and apparently they do it every season. Yep. And they allude to the fact that Billy Bob wants to turn over a new leaf. You know, he's going to use his money. And uh, his assistant says, No, you're, you're just going to, I'm going to call you next year and you're going to be back in because right. you're going to pull all your money. In. And then they, we fast forward seven months and he did exactly what he said. Yep. It's exactly back. what happened. And he's back. And he, the bulk of the movie is this heist. Which turns out to be his final heist.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't know what happens in the sequel.
0: We don't know. But for the purposes of this movie.
1: Yeah, this is the final one. I love, love, love the shot of him and Marcus walking in a Santa Claus and L suit in the Arizona heat. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It says all you need to know about this movie. Right, like it's it, it, okay. So think about Christmas, everybody. Think about your favorite Christmas movies. Right, a Christmas Story, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Love Actually, Love Actually, yeah, Die Hard, even Die Hard. Right, it uses the tropes of Christmas to reel you in. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, there's, there's mistletoe, Towers, there's Holly, there's McLean's wife, Holly. Right. In this thing, we are in the middle of the desert and there's a Santa and an elf walking and you see the heat in the air. Yeah. And right away, you know, like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. No. Right. It's so weird. It's such a comment on the awful commercialism that's happening when they're inside of the mall. Yeah. Right. That like the John Ritter. God rest. His final film performance. He disappears halfway through the movie, Yeah, like you said to me last night.
0: Oh, yeah. It was so visibly absent of the back end of the movie. Yeah. Like, he's clearly going to be, like, the one that, like, breaks this thing and then the movie just takes a turn because they don't have that character.
1: Yeah. But why did Billy Bob – why did Willie – Willie Bob and Marcus get the gig, right? Because Marcus is a little person. Yeah. And the other guy loses his job because the guy has a real-life elf. Yeah. Right? They fire a Santa so that they can come in. Because they're cheaper. And he's got a real-life elf. And he's got a real-life elf. And right away, we hear Billy Bob's insecurity, Willie's insecurity, right? When he's talking about your performance. What do you mean my performance? My sexual performance? Yeah. You're trying to tell me there's something wrong with my gear? You are watching, in 2003, a perfect portrait of a middle-aged white male insecurity stemming from a horrible childhood trauma and they don't try to redeem him. That's the brilliance of this movie. It fucking hit me today. I was like, I was watching it last night, and all the racial jokes and all of the the misogyny in this film. The horrendous
0: is just misogyny. Just terrible. Horrendous misogyny. Just terrible,
1: right? But we've got a woman, uh, the the Lauren Graham role, Sue. Sue. Yeah. Who has a Santa fetish? Yeah, it's so weird, and she doesn't care. Yeah. Right. So even that even that woman has taken back the power, even though she's getting shit on, you know, the whole time, essentially yes. by society or whatever. Like every woman in this movie is just a beautiful pair of breasts and a butt. Yeah. Right, but she's like, "No, fuck me, Santa, fuck me." Santa. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And then he's like, "Can I take that off?" No, leave it on, Yeah, yeah. she has to say because that's what I, I want. want. Yeah, yeah. but, but again, again, right, right. Like, I love, I love, I love, I love, love, I love, the love, love, the fact that they don't. don't, don't you get you get, you get, you get hour and fifteen minutes into this thing before he's beating up that kid, and you're like, he doesn't change. No, and even then, Andrew, he changes just a little. He changes just a little bit, but he changes.
0: This is this is the thing like there's in a hero's journey. This uh, first of all, wait, let me backtrack. I fucking love your take. It's a very surprising take. I'm I'm so upset that I didn't see it that way
1: (laughs) because it's really, really solid. Well, Andrew, it was born. Don't lose your thought. But it was born out of me feeling so bad for laughing so hard at this (laughs) film. I, no, I I watch I, it again right
0: now. I, I, I left hearted <laughs> it. It's very, it's very inappropriate. It would never be made now. Nope. He says things that should not be put in screenplays. But the performances things
1: that should not be uttered, like they shouldn't jokingly, be said. right? They shouldn't like, be
0: said. But it, but it, he's he's hysterical. The cast is hysterical. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. It's so weirdly funny. Yeah, it's weird. It's uncomfortable.
1: It's wild. I think it lives to be inappropriate. But wildly I, inappropriate. I,
0: I, I can classify it emotionally in like uh, like a South Park situation. Sure. Wildly inappropriate. inappropriate stuff. And and uh, you know it's so aggressively inappropriate that you have to believe that the writers
1: understand what they're doing. Yeah,
0: they understand that this is inappropriate. Oh my god, they're I mean,
1: not idiots. You're talking about the director of this film, Terry Zwigoff. I don't know how you pronounce it. He he wrote Ghost World, mm. where like an adolescent teenager right has a relationship with the with a 40 year old ghost. So weird, right? It's a ghost yeah. in that movie, if I remember correctly. A cat's trying to make an appearance in the show. Listen, she's she's a
0: star and she wants to be... Ever, but anyway, I digress. The thing that struck me about this movie is that you have a hero. And he's our hero. He's an anti-hero. He's an
1: anti-hero, but, sure. But yeah.
0: he has to have an evolution. And there's always uh, the whole... They go through like the chasm. They go through their whole canal moment. I forget what it's called in the actual like hero's journey. But there's always some sort of canal that they come out reborn <laughs> And in this movie, he's attempting suicide in the garage with the car that he's stolen from a child that he's manipulating into staying in this house because somebody is looking for him and they were in his motel room. We never flesh out who that is. No, we never even address who he's running away from. No, nope. he's running away from somebody. He's hiding out in this kid's house. This kid obviously views him as some sort of de facto, de facto father, father, father figure. figure. Mm-hmm. He's kind Just of casually participating, participating and, and he, he decides, decides he's going to attempt suicide. Yep. And the kid knocks on the window during his suicide attempt, yep. and he sees that the kid has a black eye, and he his his evolution is his his gateway is a failed suicide attempt. And his evolution is to beat the shit out of a minor. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie's insane. And
1: that's what gives him his purpose.
0: That's what gives him his purpose. Yeah. yeah. Like, beating the shit out of the minor. Yep. It's so
1: weird. It's so weird, but it's, I it's so, understand. so good. It's so good because if you weren't the captain of the football team, or if you had a little bit of a weight problem when you were a child, or if you had bad skin, right? You were bullied. Yeah. And what does Willie do? But beat down the bully. Yeah. Right? And then he wants to teach the kid how to take care of himself. Yeah. It's respectable. Yeah. He takes the kid to a boxing ring. Yep. Yeah. And he kicks Marcus in the nuts. The kid does. Yeah. The kid is great. The
0: kid is great. His name is Thurman Merman in the movie. Thurman Merman. Horrible. Yep. Yep. Played by Brett Kelly. Yeah. So good. That kid is great. Fantastic so funny but it's this this kid gives willie's life purpose yeah and it's so weird so it is kind of a christmas movie because that is
1: the redemption that well, he's sort of yeah because what is christmas andrew but like people taking care of each other yeah and it's so and they weird. take care of each other and you spend the movie watching him resist this
0: responsibility oh yeah but the kid is so obsessed with it well he doesn't even
1: resist the responsibility it's like he doesn't even consider the yeah. responsibility
0: it's he's not going to do it the shit that killed me about this movie is when he's like, he screams at the kid. He's like, "I'm not Santa," and the kid's like, "I know you're not Santa. I just thought if I showed you how good I was, maybe I'd get a present this year."
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe I would get a present this year because you didn't give me one last year or the year before, and then and then the kid puts himself down. Yeah, and and Willie's like, "Jesus fucking Christ, yeah, kid! Why do you so, talk about yourself like he's that?" He's so mad at the kid. Yeah, because it's it's unresolved childhood drama. Yeah, right. Let's for please. Willie. And and Willie
0: talks about himself like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Willie thinks so little of himself. So little of
1: himself. And he says it right in the beginning yeah. of the movie.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's, wild. it's crazy. There's there's just so much to unpack. Uh, I love his relationship with Sue. It's toxic as hell. But Sue's actually like low-key cool and totally down to take care of Thurman. Yep. And somehow becomes Thurman's guardian. We never flesh that out.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, they're making, they're making popcorn yeah. ornaments together, you know, like little, she likes the kid. Little, slightly little pieces of normalcy you know come into willie's life from these damaged ass people from damaged people right we don't know sue's backstory like let's go let's go all the way back yeah to the guy in the parking lot <laughs> yeah right this is so Cohen brothers mm-hmm. just introduce a character have him do some crazy shit, have him is he's sort of a vehicle to like get the kid involved yeah right um but he comes after him he's like i'm not gay no Again, what is that but a damaged male psyche? Yeah. You know, like yeah, that shit was weird. Never gets fleshed out, never gets addressed. It doesn't need to, Andrew, yeah. because it's it's all it's all of men. Yeah. Right? Whether it's like some are over here and some are over here, but every male has this like thing where I'm not this yeah I'm gonna prove to you that I'm not this right whereas Willie's just sort of accepted like his shitty life yeah the guy that comes after him and attacks him probably thought Willie was making eyes at him yeah and was so fragile that he had to go attack him yeah and do the most fucking homoerotic thing bend him over the car and pretend to like him yeah
0: it's so strange but it makes
1: sense in the context of the film it does it does
0: speaking of damaged men um, so John Ritter, I know, he's, he's, he wants to do well, but he did make a shitty decision to hire these like low rent Santa and elf to you be re- part of his Christmas season. You reap what you sow. Now here's the thing. He lists Bernie Mac.
1: Oh my God. Another, another late
0: great. Yeah. I know. He's so funny. I think so Bernie Mac is hysterical. Funny. Was hysterical. Half. Yeah. Half. 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 <laughs> it's so good. So but Bernie Mac ends up, he's he's security at this mall. And he he's on to them. And he figures out who they are. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm just going to let you do your thing. I'm not even going to get in the way. Yeah. I just want half. Right. Just cut me in half.
1: Just cut me. Give me half of yeah. it. You, yeah. I win. You go on your way. And nobody's the wiser.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's that. And so what happens after that is they, they agree, agree to it. To it. But – Marcus and his his wife wife kill Bernie Mac's character.
1: They kill Bernie Mac's character. Now, this is the moment in the show where I'm going to need to apologize. In my research today, I learned that the director's cut shows us how they killed him. Yeah. They don't just run him over. Yeah, no. They use the fucking jumper cables. And electrocute him. And electrocute him. Yeah. And we see it. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nice turn for Marcus, Yeah, right? It's surprising that they, that they kill him. And then it's even more surprising when he turns the gun on Willie.
0: Yes. So here's the thing. like Betrayal is part of this gig.
1: Oh, yeah. You can't trust a crook.
0: Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Marcus has been his friend this whole time, but Marcus was complaining the entire movie. About his behavior. About his behavior and how long it took him to crack the saves. So right. He's losing it. Right. And Marcus is willing to just cut it all and get his 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 share of it. Yeah. It's wild. It's a wild development because you don't until this point you don't know Marcus is a killer.
1: No. No, you just think he's a Also
0: also they don't explain that Marcus has not told Willie that he's gonna kill Jin. Right. Like he just does it.
1: Yeah. Jin's smarter than that to get duped the way that he did. It was stupid. It was dumb.
0: Yeah, it was dumb. And I think I think that was an Act 3 rewrite because of John Ritter's death. That makes sense. That they had to just sort of tie up that whole thread.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because you have a, a movie that's moving in a direction where John Ritter asks him to look deeper. He looks deeper, wants a cut. There's supposed to be some culminating thing involving John, John Ritter Ritter's in Ritter's character, III. yeah. That was where the script
1: was going and they just couldn't do it. So they write out Jin to have the movie end. Yeah. Fuck, I miss John Ritter. And Bernie Mac. yeah. Let's take a moment
0: to celebrate John Ritter, though, because you have John Ritter, who Three's Company, huge success. Yep. TV, TV star. TV star, makes a couple movies, but sort of stays in the zeitgeist for a bit. Huge comeback later on in his career. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, uh, what is it, 10 rules for dating, eight right. simple rules, well, it was something, yeah, eight, eight simple, simple rules. rules for dating my teenage daughter. Yep. And he is the MacGuffin of that show. Yeah. And it's such a huge success.
1: Yeah. He's also in
0: Sling Blade. Weirdly enough. Let's just point yeah, that out. Yeah, no, John Ritter was so great. And then Bernie Mac is just a legend. Like, one of the original kings of comedy.
1: I'll tell you, Bernie Mac, right, he, he, he bursts on, on the scene, scene sort of as, as the comic, comic guy, guy yeah. in the movies. But, like, Mr. 3000, if we ever go back to baseball, mm. is is – wildly underrated as a film, and he is a star.
0: Do you know what the best Bernie Mac take on film is? You ready for this? I'm ready. And this is a hot take, but the best Bernie Mac take, uh, Ocean's 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he has to pretend he has a cold, it's just such a side moment. He has to pretend he has, he's sick for his boss, for for part of their whole thing. Okay. And uh, he comes in with like a hanky. It's There's a total voiceover. It's such a side thing, but the eyes, the Puppy dog eyes. He gives his boss that he's sick. Is one of the most hilarious things he's ever done.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: sick. Like everybody loves a man baby. Everybody can get on board with a man
1: baby. Yeah, no, the guy. The guy had uh, a ocean's twelve. It's ocean's twelve. No, it's eleven. It's eleven when he has Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's eleven.
0: Yeah, that's right. Is it bad that I mix up my oceans? No. Anyway, he's not. Willie is not a character without redeeming
1: qualities, though.
0: You know, and he spends most of the movie. So well,
1: okay, I, I, he's a character that has redeeming qualities in that he's human, but right? He
0: does care about Thurman
1: uh, after the suicide attempt. After the suicide attempt, right? That's when. That's when he. Re- I guess maybe that's when he realizes he cares. It, it, yeah, yeah, you, you see, just see little things, things along, along the, way, the way, but the culmination, culmination is the wooden pickle.
0: Yeah. The wooden pickle is a very special moment because <laughs> you wonder why the kid got cut so bad. Yeah. But then and, he carving when, he's carving him a wooden pickle. carving him a wooden pickle. such a weird, dumb gift, but it actually means a lot to Willie.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting, interesting. when yeah. he's standing there with the wooden pickle, right? And they're about to have sex, him and Sue, but the wooden pickle stops him. Mm. Cold. Dead. Yep. Fascinating.
0: Yeah, because he was, he was touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a very sweet woman. Also, in the midst of this heist, uh, Willie has to get the kid the elephant he wanted. He can't remember if it's pink or purple. He can't. He can't remember if it's pink or purple because no. he's Willie. He still sucks. Yeah. He's still a terrible human being. And it, and I love that the filmmakers, the filmmakers chose, chose to have, to have him, have him, not, him remember. not
1: remember. He, he picks, picks the, wrong the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because he changed yeah, it to purple. Yeah. He changed yeah, to purple, purple, and, and Willie's, Willie's not paying attention. He's probably drunk. Yeah. But Willie is is fine. He's totally, he's totally trying. trying. He's
0: trying, trying. it. It's, it's kind of interesting. interesting. It's, it's very interesting. interesting. I mean, we, we see, see him hit rock, rock, rock bottom, right? right? It's and it's another, another great,
1: great, like, piece of filmmaking with this movie. movie. What, what, we don't, don't see, see Santa, like, movie. being violent. Yeah. You know? But, like, when he shows up, he rolls, like, it's he gets escalated up, laying down on the escalator. And then he just loses his mind, beats up all those paper mache farm animals. And that's the moment he's like, all right, I'm done. Right? Mm. It's just such a wonderful turn to see santa claus be insanely violent (laughs) in in, in a movie (laughs) yeah because it's 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 like you think it takes everything you think you know about christmas and turns it on its head yeah but it still has a a sort of christmas redeeming glow about it oh sure even though it's a trashy redeeming oh my god no it's shot like it's shot like a christmas movie yeah it's so weird the colors and the framing and everything it's it's like a fucking hallmark or lifetime christmas show
0: it's a very interesting thing um Speaking of comedy, comedy legends, legends, we cannot end this half without talking about Cloris Leachman. <laughs> oh my god, Cloris grandma. Leachman as grandma as the senile grandma is <laughs> but like all she says in this movie is I'm gonna make you a sandwich, I'll, I'll make, you make you some you, sandwiches, I'll make you some sandwiches. I'm gonna make you some sandwiches. <laughs> like, that's all she keeps saying. She is not fit to take care of this child. No,
1: no, not at all. Um, I love the sandwiches. I love that the kid is making sandwiches for Christmas dinner. Yeah, right. And like you're rooting, you're rooting so hard for him to get back for dinner.
0: And he tries. He tries. He tries, I and mean, he, I mean, he almost gets there. And he, he brings, brings the elephant back to the kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so sweet. sweet. It was, it was so, so funny, funny because like because I gotta be honest, honest, I'm watching, I'm watching this movie, movie, and the first forty minutes are so, so vignette-y and set upy yeah, and yeah, so, so quiet. I wasn't sure what to think. But, but I, I did have, have to remind, remind myself that, that our, attention our attention spans in 2003 were different, and they, and they would give a, give a long, long act, one act one setup. Set up. Yeah. yeah, You know, you know. Um, it, we're we live in more of a straight to the meat of the story society now, and and it takes special permissions to get a movie that's super long, and has a lot of setup involved. Made. I mean, we just came off of Endgame, and uh, I think that movie was only allowed to be three hours because of what it was trying to accomplish and what came before and what came before. I think, I think 20 movies earned that three hour runtime sure. for them, you know, because yeah. they had so much to do. could have been longer, but like, you have situation, it could have been longer. I, it was, they cut a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but you have a situation where you, WB is telling, uh, Zack Snyder, I keep bringing up the Snyder <laughs> company. You know, <laughs> Boss. Um, telling him that Justice League 1 and 2 has to be one movie and it has to be two hours. Our attention spans are so short right now. So once I started getting on board with that fact that this movie came out 15 or so years ago,
1: and... 18.
0: I'm so bad at math. I wanted you to just let me have that. Fuck, CJ! <laughs> oh, I just threw a number out hoping you would just skate by! God!
1: Anyway. Well, it's interesting. This movie is only 90 minutes long. It's so short, but it doesn't get interesting until about 40 minutes in. It doesn't get get, um, revved up. It doesn't get revved up. Until then, it's just like a 40-minute racist joke.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. And he's horrible and irredeemable, and it's very, very uncomfortable. I'm trying to think of another movie I saw where the character was just irredeemable for a very, very long time. I love you, Philip Morris. Jim Carrey's character is a horrible person the whole time. Sure. Super
1: selfish and super insane. Yeah. Um, liar, liar, Jim Carrey.
0: Liar, liar, Jim Carrey again. What's another one? The
1: Grinch, Jim Carrey.
0: No more Jim Carrey movies. What's the non-Jim Carrey I mean, Jim movie? Jim Carrey happens? is oh,
1: always he's just awful. awful until he's not.
0: He was sweet <laughs> in The Truman Show.
1: Oh, and um, well, The Mask, he's kind of.
0: No, no, not The Mask not because the mask. Stanley, is, Stanley is a sweetheart.
1: Oh, sure. The Mask is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I'm going to try to. I know it's too late for me. I can't think of anything but Jim Carrey movies now. Yeah, I know. It's How over, about, right? Remember that Jim Carrey movie, Once Bitten?
0: Yeah, it's one of his
1: first. And who was the woman? Uh, was it Lauren? Was it his first wife? Lauren. No. No, the vampire yeah that wasn't his first wife no uh, i think it was lauren uh, i'm gonna say lauren bacall but that is not no correct. it was, not lauren, it was bacall. not lauren bacall what is the matter with me lauren bacall lauren hutton lauren hutton yes yeah. it was a Lauren, but it wasn't the woman who played his first wife right
0: who was his first wife
1: lauren she was lauren was she lauren she was a lauren, was a lauren? Was a lauren. I, yeah I lauren holly. Was, holly lauren holly oh she she was my god she's so good yeah yeah Anyway, we've we've gotten this Jim Carrey tangent, which is so weird. Well, how about the fact that Jim Carrey's first wife was actually Melissa Womer? Who's that? uh, A comedy store waitress. He married on 28 March, 1987. Are you on Wikipedia right now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's good. Collaborative. Yeah, it's not about the movie, movie, so I figure I can Google stuff. Okay, Okay. that's good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can Google (laughs) it. I
0: can Google Google. it. Like I said said in season season two of Big Big (laughs) Mouth. Okay, okay. You never watched you never the, watch the, show? Watch the show? I don't think so. so. It's great show. So, so. Sure so, so, like, so here's, here's, the here's the thing now Willie, Willie almost, almost makes a home, with home the with the present present. And, and the, letter the letter that he's, he's writing. So he so wrote, wrote that, that one letter, letter, and that's the, the letter, letter that got, the,
1: got police. the police. Like, like the kid read that letter. Yeah, letter. yeah I love police. He says, fucking yeah. kid. Yeah. 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 But, that's but that's the letter, letter that they got the police
0: that saved him. He saved his life. He saved his life. Yeah. I mean, the police still shot him. Favor returned. Yeah. He deserved to be shot in that moment, dare I say. That's not a nice thing to
1: say. No, you can't gun down Santa. Yeah. In front of kids. Yeah, it's fucked up. In an Arizona suburb. Yeah. He was robbing a department store. He robbed a department yeah. store. He succeeded. He cracked the uncrackable safe. Yeah, he did. Wish there was a little build up to that safe. It just kind of happened. Yeah. I wish they would have, like, set that up earlier. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't. But
0: he did it, and it's fine. The movie kind of, like, stays as sort of a mezzo forte the whole time. Yeah. You know, it just kind of lives there. And totally. It gets- it, it gets it ramps up a little bit, but it really doesn't, it doesn't get, get too hot. know. Yeah. And he plays it so cool. So cool. It's such, it's such, an, such an interesting, interesting performance. performance. Yeah. But um, I, I really love the epilogue. I think it's, it's sweet. It's and even grandma is still, still there making grandma's sandwiches. Grandma's still there yeah.
1: making sandwiches. Yeah. He's wearing the shirt. Shit happens, Shit happens when you party naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was his Christmas <laughs> present. And, and the bike. bike. And the bike. Out of my bike. Yeah.
0: He was the more of a, well, his dad's in prison it's just a present for a like, unquote, exploring, exploring the, mountains. the mountains
1: mountains having a mountain adventure yeah, yeah but him, him giving the kid, the kid that letter kept Willie out of jail yeah and now Willie's a sensitivity It didn't save him, him from getting shot in the back, in the back.
0: no no, it no
1: didn't
0: but can't yeah. have everything right
1: can't have it all yeah
0: i don't know i think at the end of the day i really like this
1: movie and i think it is a christmas movie
0: it's just a dark christmas movie
1: it's a dark christmas movie i mean there's there's christmas movies that are like horror horror movies yeah some of those suck though yeah you know but i'm saying like christmas it doesn't have to be the santa claus yeah no it doesn't have to be it's a wonderful life no right like even shit happens when you party naked shit happens at christmas yeah well and some people have very toxic holidays yeah yeah Let's, let's not open that Fucking foxhole. And I didn't think of the spirit of not opening that foxhole. I didn't even know foxholes could be opened, but. It's a, it, it's a misnomer, what I just said. Yeah. It's but fine. not a Melissa Wilmer. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: should take a break. Google it. <laughs> you know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am
1: starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area? Where Where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some.
0: Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really, it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh,
1: to
0: I'm talking to people absolutely. on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to
1: do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that, Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So
1: I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show and we're back we are back the sun is shining the weather is sweet
0: the sun is not shining the weather is mediocre at best but
1: here we are <laughs> yeah i was really duped on this california thing
0: uh, listen you know what's funny it's beautiful i love i love being here with you uh me and barsky went for a walk around the lake today and it's just, it was just shocking that it's only four degrees difference from New
1: York right now. It's that, it's that ocean, man. Like it's, it's 20,
0: so cold out here. 20 minutes inland. Like you're so hot. Okay. But, so like, hot. but by the water, it's fucking
1: cold. It, I think it's by the bay. By the bay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. By the bay, Mr. Todd. No? Sure. Why not?
1: Yeah. I thought you were going to go down
0: by the bay. Where the Back water, water, water. water Back I to my home. That's where I'll go. Hey, My mother would say, uh, <laughs> Did you ever see a. <laughs> this is of our <super> worst lyrics. We <laughs> were like, <laughs> I wasn't saying it. I wasn't okay. saying words. All right, good. Yeah, it was a lot of vowels, but it was worth it. So, like, here's the thing I think uh, we talked about a lot of things. We had a weird. We had a weird like Jim Carrey segue. There
1: was a Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, we talked
0: about it. And I'm not gonna lie, on the break, I did start Googling the real story of I Love You Philip Morris because it's super interesting. Okay. Fair enough. Something worth unpacking later over a drink. Anyway, I think we need to like connect our ideas into something a little bit more tangible. Sure. Sure. I think we need to, I, I think we need to really, really sort of like do a deep dive, but in a sort of methodical way.
1: And I think we need to answer some ephemeral questions. I think that it's absolutely time to answer those femoral questions. We'll see what worked and what did not. And I'll try not to act like a snot. (laughs) If you were to offer me pot, I would end up eating tater tots. (laughs) I would end up eating tater tots. (gasps) Back to the questions. We'll see if this movie can be watched 20 years after 2003. It's super racy, but filled with such glee. I think that'd be all right by me. I
0: think, first of all, I've never been in the presence of the Ephemeral Questions song. And I just feeling that energy and that joy was so important to me and so special. And so it's going to make my Christmas. <sighs> Yeah.
1: Major you Christmas. You
0: did. Also, um, also the gasp in rhythm for, for effect. Flawless choice.
1: I you know, I, I aim to please.
0: Listen, she's an actor first. <laughs> 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 so CJ, what
1: worked about this movie for you? Well, well, let's, let's come right off of the song. Hmm. Uh, controversial statement alert. Hit me. Safe space. The humor. Oh uh, well. The humor in this movie is spot on naughty humor is fun naughty humor is fun I there's there was like a 15 <laughs> minute segment of this film where I was just laughing it's funny. right we've gotten so sensitive in society
0: and that's okay too and that is okay yeah
1: no absolutely the change that's happening right the way that everything is being focused upon yeah important stuff absolutely yeah, so wonderful good. important stuff. Um, but there is a place for a movie like this. There is a place for stand-up comedy that just riffs on people, mm-hmm. right? There is there. I think there is a place for it <laughs> to the extent <laughs> this movie, that this this movie night, does take it to a place. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. not so far. But I think watching this movie nowadays and knowing, like, wow, we've come a long way. Oh. Legit. Right? The yeah, early 2000s was very different. This movie is like you're, you're drunk, like sort of racist, doesn't realize he's racist, racist uncle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, he's harmless. There's Also horrible. Also horrible. Yeah. There's people out there that are racist and, and misogynistic and, and bigoted, right, that are awful. Yeah. I think that this movie is not that. Yeah. Right. If the wrong if 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 the Stark Tech gets into the wrong hands, yeah, it can be very harmful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A movie like this can be very dangerous. Yeah. If you're not in on the joke.
0: Yeah, I think these are people aware that they're creating an irredeemable, horrible person, and yeah. that's that's the joke. That's the joke. He's
1: fucking terrible. He's terrible. Yeah. And again, I, I take it all the way back to turning the mirror on the audience. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like saying, saying yeah, yeah, these people, people are, are out there, there right? And, and like. like the, the way, way that that he treats women the way that women are portrayed in this movie is fucking terrible yeah yeah but a lot of the jokes are funny <laughs> it's funny a lot of the jokes are funny it's a funny movie so that's 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 ultimately what worked for me mm-hmm. um you know the other thing that i would say i'll save it for for the one of the later questions um but there is there is a lesson and a moral in here that i think is very powerful mm-hmm. so yeah Uh, tell me what
0: worked for you, Billy Bob Thornton, Mm, Billy Bob Thornton. Um, he has a ton of heavy lifting and he's kind of playing a bizarro version of Billy Bob Thornton, you know, there's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's kind of like, he's obviously not that person, no. but there's something so weird and trashy that he's going for. And he is, he stays at the same level the entire time. I believe he's drunk. You know how when you watch some people in movies acting drunk and like that's stupid. Yeah. He looks like a man at the end of his rope the entire time. Wasted. Yeah, yeah, so wasted with his dirty, dingy Santa costume looking like he's in Times Square being Elmo. Oh my like, god. Like he's so
1: gross. Oh my god. When that kid like sneezes chocolate on him <laughs> he just continues. and he just continues.
0: <laughs> he doesn't it's bother. So gross. Doesn't bother stopping. <laughs> it's so gross. he's like, no. Jesus, kid. Like, bring the next one on. He's horrible. But I thought what um, do you want? What do you want? <laughs> but I was thinking about this movie and I have so many quibbles about like what the movie is and what it does, what it says. And, yeah. and they're contemporary quibbles and yeah. they're okay to have these contemporary quibbles. Sure. But at the same time, I'm like, I think it's okay to celebrate what Billy Bob accomplished with his monster of a character that's in almost every scene.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a tour. It's a tour de force.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild. He doesn't leave the stage. Oh, no. No, and when... <laughs> when you see Marcus being like, oh, Santa will be here soon. Santa will be here soon. And Billy Bob is just behind the setup, sitting there wasted. Like, yeah. it's hysterical. It's so big. It's such yeah. a big performance. I think it's worth like being like, I I didn't really clock how talented <laughs> Billy Bob was. And I think a lot think of, a people, lot of didn't people didn't because it's, because kind, it's of a, kind of, a again, it's kind yeah, of it's kind a bizarre, bizarre, version bizarre version of himself. Yeah. You know, yeah. or at least the, the public, public persona that he had created in the late 90s. You know, about this sort of, Wild everyman, you know mm. that's kind of who he was. Oh, totally for us. That was his image. Yeah, and so like, but it takes. I just having worked, having worked in the industry for so long. Oh, you know, know what a distinguished I know. gentleman. I know Look at him over there. I know it's sitting. Sitting. But it takes a lot for an actor to pull that off. Oh yeah, I'm watching him. And I'm just like he's fucking nailing it. This is great. He's exhausted. He must be exhausted at the end of the day. Oh, really to pull crazy. that off for multiple takes, it's yeah. got to be insane. You believe? You believe?
1: The backstory.
0: the backstory. Yeah. You believe it's it. It's wild. Yeah. He really goes for it. So I loved him. Yeah. I loved him and I want to celebrate his work more. Uh what didn't work about this movie for you?
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> let's okay. So I talked about the humor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be in on the joke. And I could I could easily say that what worked for what didn't work for me was just how like raunchy and offensive it is yeah right like it's raunchy offensiveness it's like mid 80s offensiveness. it's bad right like, like it's super it's bad. super bad that that poor uh woman lauren tom mm. who plays lois marcus's wife oh my god right what the things they say about her She's only got she's only got two lines in the movie. And, and she it's does a horrible like, caricature. It's a horrible, horrible caricature. Yeah, it's really so, offensive. You know, it's kind of like, like when you're in a job interview, kids, and they say, what's your greatest strength? And then they say, what's your greatest weakness? Like, I always try to say, like, well, my greatest weakness is actually born out of one of my strengths. What didn't work for me is born out of what worked for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's ways to make people laugh. Like, I laugh when I watch this movie. Yeah without tearing apart entire segments of the population, right. Without like breaking down other people the way that it does.
0: Yeah. She plays a terribly offensive characterization. Yeah. You know, Yeah, and it's, and it, it was well, just fascinating because she was Julie on friends. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. we've seen her so fully not play that. Yeah. That it's interesting that, you know, but again, it's, a product of its time, and
1: it's what it was, and, and she did it. Yeah, and the product like, I, I
0: really hated her. I really hated that for her.
1: The producers signed the checks, yeah, right? It's the plight of the actor, yeah, because you're so thrilled to get the job, but that's you know the that you have to get the next job, so you do these things, you dress up like that, you say the funny lines the way that
0: the are way terrible, they want you to, you yeah, know?
1: yeah. But I mean, what kills me about it is like it's so
0: unfortunate, she's so good, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's not like she had no street credit at the filming of this movie. No. Like I mean, getting Lauren Tom in this movie is a
1: thing. Yeah. And then they don't give her anything to do. They don't give her anything to do. and the th- But the things that she does, like the terribly racist way that she delivers the loofah line, yeah. the loofah line is hysterical. She's, she's, got great, she's a great comedian. Yeah. She's funny. The way that she moves the sweater table. Yeah. So that he can fall
0: onto it. It's ridiculous. You know? Yeah. But it is, it is that that's one of those characterizations where it doesn't hold up over time. No. And it's unfortunate that you have an actress as brilliant and experienced as she is playing that nonsense. Like the writing of it, the cast, it's a lot of that. It's so funny that you bring that up because that's, that really didn't work for me. I was like, that's horrifically
1: offensive. It's horrifically offensive. Yeah. That, that one thing, you know, the fact that it stood out amidst yeah. a bunch of other racy humor that was borderline. Yeah. Right? It's but borderline. Really going really bad. Far. That one goes way too fucking far. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. No. Uh, you know who was spared? Latin America. Yeah. there. Was, I don't recall one.
0: Not a one. Not a one. And it's like spared or just like not included. I don't know whether to be like upset or grateful. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. like i'm not sure how i feel about it it's very complicated (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, which is it? I don't know. Hello, my
1: name is Andrew Sotomayor, and I have a complicated relationship with Bad Santa. I
0: do, because I, th- I thought
1: that, too. I was like, wow, these lad people got away.
0: Or, or we're just not
1: even, like, part of the
0: conversation.
1: Like, I didn't know whether yeah. gonna be bad or grateful. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah, it's a whole thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. That.
1: Can, you, can you announce that as your second special award? <laughs> yeah, that, that actually
0: is worth it. That should have be been my special award. But, yeah, we we do make it out of this movie unscathed. Congratulations, to us. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, what what didn't work for you? No, I I, I just piggybacked off of yours because okay. like that didn't work. Like I, I love that this movie has so much naughty humor, but there was some stuff that I was just like, that's too far guys. Yeah. Like, and even 2003, it's a little be late. It's a little be late. It's a little late to be going that far with that joke. Yeah. The depths, which they take that characterization is pretty bad.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Two, it's 2003. It just doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's sort of unrelated, but like I really attribute the turning point in our society to the wardrobe incident. Really? It's the Super Bowl in 2000. Oh, the wardrobe malfunction. Five. Yeah, the wardrobe malfunction. Ah. If you look at like society and pop culture and like, like everything, everything sort of, sort of starting, starting down, down the other, other way, way I'm getting super conservative. It's, it's when he ripped her fucking boob. Uh, what was it? It was, it was like a, a bustier. Cash.
0: It was like a yeah. It was, and the thing was, it's again. You and I both have theater careers. That's a tearaway costume. Yeah. There's no way that that costume just broke around her boob. No, yeah, that was and, and exposed her boob that was that had a nipple shield on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was a wardrobe malfunction. No, bodices don't just tear like that. No, Janet Jackson has the best costumer in the biz. Yeah, bodices don't just tear like that. Yeah, Have you ever, have you ever tried, ever tried to, rip to rip a scene? A scene? yeah. yeah. But it's if
1: you were, if you if you recall, like what you know where we sort of started going after that. Oh, that was so insane! Yeah, that was the turning point. So, like oh three, we were still very much in this sort of yeah, everything is is fine it's as fine, long as yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, I really feel like. Uh, you know what that's this is my novel that i'm gonna write it's worth exploring the downfall of society
0: well and you know what's funny <laughs> do you remember when um i think it was new york times when they did that uh, the britney spears documentary yeah that got super popular the next one they're doing is about Nipplegate. yeah and how there was this uproar turning point over a breast a breast are yeah. you kidding me there's we can go on and on and on Yeah, about that. no, but for like, sure. Was, but we'll keep you all abreast
1: su- of the situation. I
0: hate you. Does this movie make your
1: Desert Island top five? Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> does, does this movie make your North Pole top five? Christmas top. Okay, North Pole top five. Yeah.
0: As far as Christmas movies go, is it going to get on the rotation for the holidays?
1: It's good. I would watch it. Okay. I liked it better I than I remembered liking video. it. I did. I, I I never it. I'd never seen it. it. Okay. Actually, Actually that, that's, that's not true. true. Yeah. I, had I had seen it. As, as soon as Marcus pulled, pulled that gun, gun, gun I, I remember remembered it. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was popular. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched, well, I watched this, it. it. It was, it was, it was a low key hit when it came out. I watched it. You know, as far as like, yeah. I don't know, Andrew. It's good. It's good and it's a laugh. Um, there's a lot wrong with it. It's up there, man. It's a solid Christmas entry.
0: You got to say yes or no. I'm going to say
1: no. Yeah. I'm going to say no because it goes too far. Right. I'm very interested now to go back and watch Porky's Revenge of the Nerds. I'll tell you right now, Porky's does not hold up. Yeah, I'm. He says some crazy shit. I want to. I want to watch it. I want to watch it again. God, what? We've come so far. We still have a long fucking way to go. Yeah, but I feel good. Actually, you know what's funny? I feel good watching this movie, knowing where we are now as a society. That's good. That's positive. Yeah. Seventeen years. Yeah. 18. I gave you an opportunity to redeem your math self there.
0: Fuck, man! Oh, I miss it again! Does this movie make your Desert Island top seven? Seven? <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, this. this movie was like... I'll tell you this. Th- this movie is like Disney's Pocahontas to me. Okay. You know, it's like a charming revisit. Yeah. I'm just so painfully aware of what I just should not celebrate now. You know what I mean? Like yes. there's so much about it that just like the just I can't I can't yeah. get into it again. But like I, I don't want to further include it in my holiday season. I think it's super special that
1: your holiday season.
0: <laughs> I think it's super special that we're doing it. I, it is funny. Uh I don't need it to be on my desert island with me though. Right.
1: You know what I mean? Like I, yeah I, I agree.
0: Yeah. But it's 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 fun. <laughs> it's it's very, very funny. Yeah. Oh, what do you think, Kat? She's been dying to be part of this episode. (laughs) Um, All right. Bonus random question. You ready? Yes. I usually say cut a thread as one of my go-tos. Okay. I'm going to change that around for this episode. I'm going to say add some clarity. They're like, you know what? It's a 90-minute movie. You got 15 more minutes. Flesh something out for me.
1: Okay. Well, what would you go into reshoots to flesh out? You know what I want to flesh out is the the (laughs) anti-homosexual. My cat is (laughs) screaming. Uh, the anti-homosexual man. What is that? What a well, weird you, side you. journey. I told you what it was. It's it's the it's the insecure male ego. Yeah. I, I think that if you're going to include that, like let's include it. Yeah. Like let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. You know, give it, Tell me why he's attacking him. Yeah. Right. Not just because he says something. Right. Or not. Like we're just supposed to infer from a look across the bar. But I'd like to know. I'd like to. I'd like to, 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 get, to get into that. Into that. Because, because, again, again like, like I, thing, I think you know, in a movie that has so much comedy, but I think it's really trying to portray a problem with men. It's yeah. trying to say something, absolutely. It's really trying to aggressively trying to make that point. Yeah, and that's a, a wonderful moment and a, and a missed opportunity. So that's, that's what I'm going to add. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to add. How do you answer that question? Sue is
0: super one dimensional. Oh yeah. And and they kind of Sue is so one dimensional that like poor Lauren Graham is out there acting like herself. <laughs> like, She's great. What, what a sweet, sweet
1: like air.
0: Oh, so good. She has. So good. I feel like I, I kind of like it's her and Jenna Elfman that I feel like don't get celebrated enough. You know? Yeah. They're fun and talented and and incredible and and they've done a lot of great work. And they don't really just come up in the conversation a well, lot, but they've no. been busy for about 40 years. Right. So, right, like, they, yeah. they No, they've been in everything. They've been around. We know them. Mm-hmm. She famously walked off the set of Scream 4. Yeah. Because her character got rewritten. Is there a new Scream there coming There's Scream 5 coming out in January. It gives me pause because they usually release bad movies in January, but I'm going to go see it. It's my birthday present. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing I mean, I'm not going to miss it. Scream 4 is fucking great. Yeah. yeah. So this one's just called Scream, confusingly. Copy. But uh, I, I would I would I would learn a little bit more about Sue and the Santa fetish and just how she relates to the plot mm-hmm. and how she got named Thurman's Legal Guardian. Yeah. You know? Thurman Merman. <laughs> so bad. Um yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Cause she's good. You got Lauren Graham there. Like give her something to do. Now, talk to me.
1: Yeah. What is your special your special award? award? Uh, well, uh, well you, know you know what? My special, My special award was, was gonna be, gonna be- I don't know, something to do with Santa Claus or Christmas or raunchy humor, right? Mm. My special award for Bad Santa is Where Have You Gone, Bob Chepeska? Oh. Watching this movie, for me, John Ritter, What what a fucking tragedy, first of all, right? Like, hey, all you kids out there, Live your life to the fullest because you never know when the fucking unfair button is going to be smashed. I feel that. And you'll go, like, you'll go. But just watching him in this film be so wonderful, like the little side faces that he makes, the little uncomfortable twitches, like, oh, he's so good. Character for him. He's so good. You know, he disappears halfway through the movie and the movie (sighs) suffers because of it. Yeah. So, Where have you gone, Bob Jepeska, in honor of the great John Ritter? That's my special award. That's a beautiful special award. Yeah. And what do you got?
0: So my award is Holiday Surprise Award. Holiday Surprise
1: Award. (laughs) (laughs) Because honestly, like,
0: he's... The way, the way this movie, movie develops, it's so not a Christmas movie. It's a it's a movie about a terrible person. Right. And then you get to the last act, and it is such a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like so intensely Christmassy, right down to the point where he all he remembers to get the kid a present. Yeah. Can't remember which one he wants, but he's trying so hard, which is just him remembering is such yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And it's so sweet. And you get to the point of the letter you see Sue getting in the hot tub, and you see Cena, Cloris Leachman, his grandma, just, like, watching Watch TV. See, Leachman. It's so funny. <laughs> when she first came on the screen, I was like, is that Cloris Leachman? It is. We'll make some sandwiches. That's all she says. I, the thing is, that that finale, I was like, this is a Christmas movie. Because it gave you that warm glow. It's a trashy warm glow.
1: Yeah.
0: It's dark, and it's it's insane. But yeah. it, it matches with the rest of the movie. Yeah. And it kind of you know turns in otherwise like i think in other people's hands with a different directing team with a different cast this movie could have just been just bad and offensive right and they so successfully make it something sweet and interesting so so you're kind of grateful for the ride at the end of it and it is sweet
1: yep yeah
0: so yep. it's it's a it's a holiday surprise that's, for sure that's i like that all right this is a tough one for me i'm so curious to how you're going to answer because is this movie an icon or a icon? This movie is a 100% icon. I, okay. So I struggled with it because I agree with you. I think it's so ballsy what it's set out to do. And I think it's so
1: wild that um, it's got to be icon status. It's got to be icon status, Andrew. You know, and how many times in this episode have we said, oh my God, it's so offensive or oh my God, it's really funny? The fact that those two things can exist, mm-hmm. right? Not only in 2003, but fast forward forward 19 years, years, 2021. Yeah. Is it 19? No, it's 18. It's
0: 18. Oh, fuck. God. (laughs) It
1: it just shows you how clever these writers are, right? Because like you said, you made the the comparison to South Park. Yeah. You know, that's another show that's like, oh my God, stop saying that. You can't say that. Right. But at the end of those, each of one of those episodes, you know what the point is, Yeah, you know, why they're saying what they're saying. They're smart. They're in on the joke. They know what's happening. Yeah. This man, Willie is an awful human being. So of course he's going to do awful things. Of course, awful things are going to, Oh, am I keeping you up? He just yawned. Oh my, I just had to yawn. Of course, awful things are going to (laughs) be said around him. You know what I mean? Of course, he's going to do awful shit, right? but there's a reason for it. His life has sucked. His life has been shit. He's had yeah. terrible role models, you know, like, and and along comes this kid fucking snot in his nose. It's <laughs> snotty nose He knows the grossest thing, you know, and like, he's, uh, there's something mentally that's not right about the kid because of the unresolved childhood trauma that he's going through in, the, in real time. Yeah. Right. So the fact that they pair these two and I love, love, love that you're, in any movie that you watch, you're expecting like it to work out, mm. but it doesn't really, right? Because he doesn't get all the money, he doesn't go to jail, but he got shot eight times or however well, many times, right? So like
0: and, and it's important for us to see these damaged men and and they they don't get everything they want. No? I think that's usually the complaint about characters like these be like oh just another another super entitled horrible person that gets everything he wants that's right. The movie. that's right that's the complaint he doesn't get everything he wants but he does learn something kind of yeah
1: and he's just like a little bit improved yeah but he's very, very good no he's like, a he terrible that, person he said, he said that, that kid's shirt, shirt that said like shit happens when you party naked yeah like, like, that is a, not somebody who's like fucking redeemed themselves no
0: he's a terrible person yeah but it's it's interesting. He goes on a bit of a journey and he learns something at the end. Yeah. I think this movie is iconic because it is so bonkers insane. And they went for it. And yeah. it's a team of people that really just went for it. Yeah. And like Marcus just. Oh, Marcus. Goes for it so hard. He kills Bernie Mac. He kills this, the, the plot, it's so surprising. Yeah. And like, I wanted to put my turn. I have so many, I have so many opinions about everything. And I wanted to put my judgy hat on and just have all these opinions about it. And then at the end of it, I really thought about it today. And I was like, it was fucking funny. Yeah. It was really well assembled and put Put together together, and it was well performed. And that script is ballsy. It's very ballsy. But but again, it has a point. It has a point. And I'm also a lesson. I'm also a fan of polarizing art. I think a lot of times studios Studios get get cold cold feet about moving in certain directions with large Large franchises. franchises. I'm talking talking about about star Wars yeah, (laughs) because they get a polarizing response about something. I think that means the art is powerful. True. This is why I rep the last Jedi so hard. Okay. I fucking love that. It's polarizing. It's not
1: a great star Wars film and it doesn't continue the thread of the trilogy that it is a part of. It picks up. Just fine. It picks up and then all over it. <laughs> You're not know, just fart for a fact. <laughs> did you just have that there? How did you have a part available? It's kind of like, you know, the chamber and a gun. They're always just there.
0: I'm done. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someday I'm going to change your mind about The Last Jedi. You never
1: will. Okay. That's fine. Maybe if you watched the Clone Wars cartoon series, all right, I'd watched Girls Five Eva. That's the name. Of it. That's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> My cat will not
0: shut up. Shut it's up, all right. Cat. It's all right. Well, you know, we're we're about done, and maybe she's ready for dinner as I am. She absolutely is. Yeah. All right. Well, CJ, I'm really glad we did this, and we're going to continue this next week. Yeah. With Bad Santa Two. Bad Santa Two, where um, I think, I think Kathy Bates shows up. Yeah, and, and Merman, 13 years later.
1: Love it. Like, let's he go. shows
0: up let's to play himself again. So, let's um, yeah, let's see where the story goes. This one, the sequel was not as successful as the first one. But, again, it's really hard to come back 13 years later. Oh, totally. And, again, the fact that they tried to do it, pretty balder. <sighs> so we'll see. We'll see. Can't and, wait. Anywho, for Icon or Ycon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor
1: I'm C.J. LaRoche, and, we'll, and we'll see you. next Next time. time.